We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Recording this after the All-Star Game. You know what, man? I'm not an All-Star guy, oh. per se. Uh-oh. But that might have been the worst <laughs> like weekend I've ever seen. I'm going with our friend, friend of the show, Andrew Bogut here. Uh-oh. Dude, just unwatchable is my is my main take of the weekend. You know, you know what I thought? I thought you were missing Steph Curry more than anything. Like you can feel the lack of showmanship when you're watching this all weekend. I have a lot of takes. I don't really know where to start. So I hope we spend a good five, 10 minutes on this. Um, I feel bad like shitting on the product because this is the sport that we cover and basketball is my favorite sport, Sam. And I'm sure. pretty sure that's your favorite sport too. So like, top 10 I'm- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, top ten favorite. I love basketball. I love it. I love it at all levels. And I, I sit here and I watch the skills challenge like I did last night, and I'm just like, it. It feels like a disservice to fans because I think All Star Weekend is supposed to be. It's supposed to bring all fans together, not just hardcore fans. And what this type of weekend felt like was this was just meant for the hardcore fans, and that's not what All Star Weekend feels like. It should be about. It should be about like bringing in Risa, right? Like bringing in just random people that don't normally watch basketball, but they sit around the TV on the on 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 February. Football's over. It's the first weekend after football's over. There's nothing on TV. The only thing is it's XFL, so it's just the NBA. And I feel like when that happens, everybody should be watching it. And instead, last night and tonight, it feels like who cares. It's the only people are just me and you. And I spent half the game watching The Last of Us. I watched the first quarter and I watched the last part because I wanted to see who wins. That was it. And and that's just not where basketball should be. I have a um I'm glad you brought up last night because uh the thing that's always most disappointing to me is the dunk contest. Mm. And I'm trying to think of why I care mm. so much, but it's like Look, Dame won the three-point contest. Steph wasn't going to do it because he's hurt. Clay didn't get invited to All-Star Week. He's not going to do it. But those guys have done the three-point contest a half dozen times, you know? And the reason that stuff resonates 
is because you know when you're watching the three-point contest, it's generally the guys who are the best shooters you watch in game, yeah. right? You don't always get the the five or six best every year. Some years you do, but like Buddy Heald, he's, he's a shooter. Ooh. Jason Ooh. Tatum, he's a shooter. Uh, Kevin Herter having a phenomenal year. I bet on him. He promptly had one of the worst three point shooting performances. You made a mistake on betting on a new guy. Like these new guys get rattled. You made dude. It could could go and go either way. Uh, And I um and I took my chances, and that was bad call on my part. But the point is, like, it was a list of guys who legitimately hit five threes, six threes on the regular in actual NBA games. So when I think of like the best dunkers. Who do you think of? I think of Zion. I mm. think of Ja. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was like 10 years earlier, I'd think of LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose, those type of guys. The problem is the dunk contest, you're sending guys who don't even play in NBA games. Like literally, Mac McClung's not an NBA player. Um, although I, you know, if it was up to me, he'd be on a roster. But um, Jericho Sims. Yeah. Um, Trey Murphy. I I um didn't even know. He was that kind of a dunker because I know him as a three and D guy. I thought he'd be in the three point contest. Yes. Same. Um, and that's just kind of where it's like, you know, when you watch the three point contest, you know, you're getting a handful of the best in game shooters you ever see. Or like, think about baseball, home run derby. Every hitter who matters in terms of power Ooh. hitting has done the derby. Ooh. Shoei, Ooh. Judge, Judge won it before. Uh, Juan Soto's won. Uh, Acuna, just like all the guys you like in your mind when you think of like bomb. Well, Julio yeah, Rodriguez is like John Morant of baseball, but sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. Up and coming. Right. I, I would not be surprised if you led the league in homers in like two years, right? right. right. Like basically everyone who matters does it. And uh, it used to be that way with the dunk contest too. And then, um, and then Andy's favorite player, the goat came along <laughs> now, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I don't care if, KJ Martin is a phenomenal dunker. We're there to watch the guys who put on a show in game do it. All-star weekend. Yeah. Literally is the name of the weekend. Kenyon Martin is probably a better guy that people know out there than KJ Martin. What are we what are we doing here? And mm-hmm. so okay, hold on. So let's let dunk contest real quick and so someone in the mention someone in the comment- this is actually a really good comment from sim uh they don't respect it why should they uh it's enough star power doing it imagine how much jaw would get slandered losing the dunk contest to mac and that's the point though that's the point the fun part of sports is is peop- the best players getting together and competing at something actually sim in a previous comment that was even better is I actually don't think Jaw would get slandered that much if he lost. I actually disagree. <laughs> People are there to watch John Morant. That mm-hmm. is the up and coming superstar. That is the next like version of Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook. He is that guy. He is that fun to watch. Nobody will care if he loses. And I do think, and you and I talked about this. Part of it is I think NBA players just it's cool to not compete. It's cool to not care. And when LeBron James 10 plus years ago said, I'm not going to go join the dunk contest, even though everybody knew he's the greatest athlete in the world. That's, I think, what it became clear. That's the face of the NBA. If that's what he's doing, then why should anybody else give a shit? Like, why? why? Because he's the guy. He controls pretty much everything when happens. Every player looks up to him. If he joined the dunk contest, everybody else would. 
and, no, and again, it's like it, it's it's still a John, right? John Mark can still do it. Zion Williams can, if he can ever stay healthy, can still do it. Yeah, but it just feels like the NBA is to the point where people. I mean, just it's just, just cool not to care. Just imagine guys. if Steph Curry's like, nah, I only shoot in game threes. I'm never gonna do the three point contest. It would immediately just devalue the whole thing because we all know he's the best shooter. And we want to, and Steph's lost the three point contest multiple yes, he times. Has. Yes, he has. Yeah, it's it's funny because like newsflash, shooting in game is not the same as shooting on a rack, running around for a minute. But that's the whole fun of it. See, <sighs> see, and like, also shocker, if Steph does it more than a couple times, he's gonna eventually get hotter than anyone and win, which he did. And you know, he did. Yeah. so it's just one of those things where it's like, like you said, the entire reason people like sports is competition. If they're not gonna compete, who cares? It's kind of sad. I mean, it, it's actually not kind of – it's really sad. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, it flows through the rest of the NBA. Adam Silver at comments, he was asked specifically about the regular season and the issues with players sitting and players not even at the All-Star game. Dude, like, did you see just the people at the All-Star game this weekend and the people that were missing? The people that were missing would have beat the crap out of the people that played in this game. <laughs> like, it was it was tough, and some of it's injury, right? But, dude, you put Steph, KD, and, Le- uh, and Zion on a team <laughs> – you could have had a third team out there tonight. You could have had a third team out there to play, and, and they probably would have won the game. So it's just they don't have the people there. And then it, it just it's kind of uh, in the 82-game season, this All-Star weekend feels like a reflection of that. Just nobody cares. It's mm-hmm. kind of lacking energy. It's stale. I don't know. It's kind of sad, Sam. I don't Sad's a good way to happy. put it. Like, I don't want to be angry about it. It's just like this is <laughs> this is lame. Um, and now we got to wait like four days for another game, which is where the real anger comes from. It's gonna be annoying waiting, you know. Um, and then the games, and then you get really annoyed watching the words, you know, it's great. Yeah, (laughs) we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One thing I read today that did not make me angry was from friend of the show over at the Mercury News, Shana Rubin. Um, this was actually really enjoyable. Uh, I'm going to share it. So uh, she interviewed David Lee about him making All-Star 10 years ago. Uh, and I urge any of you who didn't read it to read it because it was kind of like an insight into using his All-Star game 10 years ago into like the building of the dynasty. Um, and it was really fun because, like, you don't – it feels like the Warriors has been good for so long. I sometimes forget that, A, it's only been 10 years since Steph, quote-unquote, 
arrived with the MSG game and 54 points and then the Denver playoff series and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then just be like, you know, we weren't that far away from them being futile. Like, obviously, you and I remember it, but sometimes it feels like it was such a lifetime ago. Um, and so reading this, I I, I guess it, it brought back a bunch of emotions. I want to ask you, like, do you remember when David Lee was selected an all-star in 2013 and how you felt at that I time? I have one specific memory, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's so peak uh, me being a Warriors fan <laughs> the last 10 years. When he made the all-star team, the first thing I thought about was, God, come on, man. It should have been Steph. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that was the first thing. First, first off, I yeah. So like, I remember they started twenty and ten, and they were hot, and it was like they're gonna get an all star. And like, in some ways, like watching the Kings this year feels like how I felt about the Warriors that season. Like, finally, we're good, you know that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then when they made the all star uh, selection, just like the Kings, they take Sabonis over Fox. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, I was mm-hmm. in there. I was like, come on, man. I, I David Lee's good and all, but like, let's be real about who the face of this team is. You know, who's the the guy, the straw who stirs the drink? Uh, and actually, there's a funny David Lee quote here. I'm going to share right now. Um, he's, he goes, "I remember giving the interview when I made All Star, saying I really feel bad for my teammate Steph because I feel like we both should have made it. I really hope he gets an opportunity um, because he's had these ankle injuries." Um, and you now look and you think, David, you should be more worried about yourself trying to make another one. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty solid because it's like, you know, uh, at the time, it, it, you just didn't realize how fast someone like David Lee would fall off, right? Like, uh, and I don't mean that in a negative way or anything, but it's just like at that point, it felt like the Steph David Lee thing would go on for a few years, right? And it was really just like, well, like another year and a half. And then Draymond took his job. And then, you know, he had, I mean, a, couple, over. Yeah. He had a couple bench years. But it, his days of being a uh, a star were over right then. So many things to point at uh, in that segment mm-hmm. there. So one is blew my mind with the Fox bonus comparison. Blew my mind. I, so right. I mean, that team is De'Aaron Fox. As much as I... I always say they should have kept Tyrese Halliburton. That team is De'Aaron Fox and loves Sabonis. He's a fun player, better than David Lee, but right. So that that's one to that point. Number two, nice passer. Um, huh? Very nice passer. Yeah, I mean, just a better score, better rebounder. Yeah. I don't, but David Lee always felt like it was a little. I don't know. Felt a little. He felt like he was a bench guy. Um, also, got Wally pipped by Draymond Green. Remember that he was supposed to start. <laughs> he was supposed to start. Got yeah. hurt, and then Steve Kerr kind of had no choice. Threw Draymond Green in there. Uh, especially after the, the the playoff series that Draymond had guarding Blake Griffin. So going right. down the rabbit hole, the timeline here is pretty fun. Um, and then the, uh, the, the last piece is um, uh, Steph. I, look, I know everybody knows about the ankle injuries, right? Because every time yeah. we see him get hurt, you get the PTSD. But it doesn't it matter how many years away from it or any time he like rolls his ankle. I'm, I'm back in like 2011 having a heart attack. Oh, you're just pet- you're petrified. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely petrified. I mean, I'm sure like there's, I don't know how many Hornets fans there are, but Lamelo has a lot of ankle injuries. Like, you know, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll get scared too. Right. So I don't want um, to hear that name anymore. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. It's the crazy part. 2013, 14, that Steph was, his career was, I wouldn't say it was like on the line, but it was close to a point where, damn, is this guy, we know he's good, but is, is he going to be able to make it? He went from that to an MVP in two years. 
and that's the craziest thing about this. I know we're here to start, talk David Lee. I know, sure. But, yeah. but that's the craziest part well, is that he's talking about the ankle injuries. That's what David Lee's talking about. Two years later, the kid's the MVP. Insane. And, and that's the other thing. When I think about their rides, I think about, you know, um, they were so fun. But, like, in 2013, I just wanted to make the playoffs. I didn't think that they had any shot at building this into anything special. You know what I'm saying? Like at that stage, I was just like, oh, they're good. And and Steph's going to be kind of like the face of this team going forward. And like, you know, let, let's see what happens. But at no point was I thinking that they were building a dynasty. We spent more time bitching about all-star game appearances. Yeah. That's, what, that's what we did. We yeah. spent more time doing that than anything else. Uh, we weren't worried about first round, second round. It was just like, can we get two all-stars? And then can we just... You know, uh, uh. I mean, there was a really good uh, quote in the in the piece that I'm referencing uh, that I'm pulling up right now. But it's just like they're playing the Lakers in 2011 or 10 or, you know, right around that time when you got, you know, Kobe, Powell, Bynum, Odom, like that stacked Lakers yep. team. And they're just laughing at the Warriors and pregame warmups going, we're going to have fun tonight because they know they're going to just slap them you know and it's like and that's really what it felt like i remember um because like you know like you i went to i went to uc which means half the people you make friends with are from southern california and they're obviously all lakers mm-hmm. fans right mm-hmm. and they're all like you know i'm I'm trying to talk up like how the warriors are gonna be good and like how steph's good and they just look at me like i'm just like that's cute yeah, we're, we're like a you know we're 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 in the big leagues. You guys are like a minor league team in comparison to us. And that's like really what it felt like back then where they were not, you know, it's it's like, oh, you know, it's it's cute. You got your David Lee All-Star. Um, those of us with real superstars like Kobe or um, you know, Tim Duncan or stuff like that, like we're we're concerned about real basketball. And lo and behold, a decade later, the Warriors are kind of that team as other teams are trying to get their a decade on. later the warriors have four more and the yeah. lakers have won half i don't think they've won a playoff game at staples since laughing at david lee honestly like honestly like, you know they they won that au tournament in in orlando at disney world uh really impressive nice you know nice weekend show out but you know they haven't actually played playoff basketball so well, they did. I they had to get that one in there. They sorry. got their ass whooped by the stuns. You know what I mean? So they did. <laughs> hey, I got a not to do a quick swerve here, but go for hey, it. What did you think about the Nikola Jokic stuff? That, that's kind of that, oh, that, with him not getting selected till the end. Well, and LeBron, LeBron wasn't even going to pick him, and he kind of just went over and said, you know, I'm not going to get picked last uh, over Lowry market. I thought that was a little petty. Odd. Petty. I mean, yeah. it, it like if we're going to keep this on the Warriors topic, it does like remind me of like, remember when Steph won the 2015 MVP and they made up a fake like player's choice MVP to give James Harden reminds me of that sort of stuff. I mean, you know where it comes from. I, I'm asking you cause I was hoping you would say that <laughs> I, you, you literally, you read my mind. So it's what it felt like to me. Yeah. It was a little like that. I think it's a little worse for, for Jokic. I, I, I kind of feel bad for him, which is why I tweeted like if there's going to be a team that the Warriors don't win the championship, would like to see Denver win one. It's just a team that feels like they're maybe on the cusp and deserve to at least get to the West Finals, maybe get to the NBA Finals. I just I thought that was I thought that thing was weird. Like Embiid, you're not. It's like this thing with like Harden and Steph. It's like 
started, even if you are a better player than Steph, you're not that much better at that time. It's obvious now Steph is a million times better. But at that time, you could argue that one was better than the other. And with Embiid and, and Jokic, it's, you know, Embiid, you might be a better player, but it's not obvious. So I don't know why you're so aggrieved at all times. And how about winning a playoff series? What the hell are we doing here? Make fun of Jokic for not winning a playoff series. And Bleed doesn't win shit either. So I don't know. I think it's odd, Sam. I think it's odd, but yeah, it's petty stuff, I guess. I guess I guess no matter how good you are in, in life at your your sport, professional athletes can also be like high schoolers. So so it's what I got out of that too. That's where I got on it too. Um I feel like we should uh we should pivot off memory lane. Although honestly, I kind of like talking about memory lane more than reality. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like just look we're about to come back to the warriors having a tough schedule and we know steph will not be back at the beginning of the all-star break how do we know that he told us um at some point during this week we'll get an update and hopefully it's just like beginning of march you know but we'll see so yeah yep. it's still gonna be a little tough tough shed tough going for a little bit there and i wanted to ask you and actually our guy awesome has a first comment here so i'll read his answer first but i want to ask you kind of what is your post all-star game wish list for the warriors right now yep um so let's start with awesome because he he gave the first answer what i want to see post break in this offseason is Golden State Warriors front office and team start functioning like a basketball operation trying to win as long as Steph is on the team, priorities is the ring. Also, F Lamb. Anthony Lamb just constantly catching, just constantly catching them on the side. Poor guy. Um, I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's – look, they're 29-29. We'll, we'll see. Let me ask you, Andy, what do you want to see? All right. What is on your wish list for the coming back 24 games left? We know the deal. We know Steph's not going to play at least in the first few. We don't know how many. Hopefully, hopefully it's just two or three, but we'll uh, see. Yeah. All right. So I got three. Number mm-hmm. one is, is I think, the same for both of us. It's get healthy. So mm-hmm. it's fine. Whatever. We know that. Number two is... What minutes can they get out of the guys at the end of the rotation? And it's going to move me to number three, too. But and specifically with guys like Kaminga, Jermichael Green, and I'm even throwing someone like Anthony Lamb in there. Uh, at this point, I don't know if they're going to get a buyout guy. They didn't end up getting Kevin Love. It didn't seem like they were even interested. Um, what minutes can they get out of those guys? Because I think that Andrew Wiggins is going to be better. I think that Jordan Poole is going to be better. I think that Clay Thompson is playing back-to-backs. He's going to be fine. Draymond and Looney have been super consistent. And then Steph GP, it's like, well, get healthy, right? So other than those guys, what type of minutes can you get? Because Kaminga's been up and down all season. Jermichael Green's been mostly bad. Uh, he's been good the last week or so, but he's been mostly bad. First two months were not good. And then you've had guys play like Moses Moody, who's been bad. You've had James Wiseman, who is not on the team anymore, who was bad for the first 10, 15 games or so. So it's been a mess. Can the Warriors piece together some minutes at the end there? And I think for the last thing that comes to me, and I actually probably should have started with this, is how is the coaching staff going to coach the rest of the season? Can they get flexible, right? Because right now it feels like they're running guys into the ground like Draymond and Looney. Can they find spot minutes for Patrick Baldwin Jr.? What creative things can they throw out there that could help this team just 
generally be more energetic on the court. We talked about tonight with the All-Star game. There was no energy. I think you tweeted that multiple times. Yeah. No energy out there. The Warriors have had no energy this season. Steve Kerr is the master of good vibes. And so far this season through 58 games, there have been no good vibes. What creative things can he do? Does he just throw Patrick Baldwin? Does he throw Moses? Does he switch up defenses? Does he run a different type of offense? We know he's not doing that. But what can he do out there to make things more fun and energetic for players? Because we haven't seen that. So those, those are the big, big, big things. Yeah, I mean, the to me, the wild card really is Kuminga. That's the one I really want to see. I feel like he has another gear, and my question is, will the coaching staff give him the space to explore it? Because if he explores it, there's going to be some bad, you know? Just it goes with it. He's young. He's going to make mistakes, and you have to be okay. At this point, I'm like, Kuminga is the only player I'm okay with making mistakes. Um because he's got higher upside than everyone else on the roster. And I want to see what they can get out of him. Like, you know, the whole like benching Moses Moody because he was shooting too much type of stuff in the early season. Like at this point, look, man, these are the guys you have. Like you said, they didn't get Kevin love. They're not going to get a buyout guy. Um, Let's just, let's see give a little space to the one guy you have who has, you know, all-star upside. He might not, he might, might take him a few years to realize it, but like he does have legitimate all-star upside. That feels like a big thing for them in the second half. Feels like mm-hmm. a big thing. Um, and like, you can argue that they might've messed that up in the first half, but they've got a lot of games to fix that. Yeah. And if they want to even like, dude, let's even talk past making the postseason. If they want to win a championship there, I don't think they could win one this season without Kaminga playing 20 plus minutes and not just 20 plus minutes a game. Good minutes. Like, they need yeah. him to play good. He needs 20, to be 20 minutes a game. If it let, let's assume GP two ends up healthy. Um, Now they're running into the playoffs with seven of the same eight players who were like their main rotation last year. Otto Porter played 20 minutes a game in the playoffs. Do I think Kuminga can give them 20 good Otto Porter minutes? That's unfair. But can he give them 12 to 15 good playoff minutes? And then hopefully guys like Draymond and Wiggins and Looney can do a little more to pick up the slack. Play was not great in past. I mean, that maybe, maybe. So like any way you want to slice it, he's going to have to be the guy who picks up for what Otto did. Completely different skill set, completely different stages of their career, but he's going to play the same position. Um, he's showing more and more passing feel, and he can definitely do more things defensively than Otto does. Is he going to, you know, uh, pop and hit the corner three or the above the breakthrough the way Otto did? Of course not. That's not his game. But can he can he slash a little more aggressively and maybe get some free throws and do do different things? It's possible. He definitely has the talent too, and honestly, like. That should be their number one priority. Well, number two, number one priority is staying healthy. Number two is getting uh, Kuminga to realize that role is one of those top eight guys in the playoffs. It's not. There's no magic sauce. I mean, there's no right. nothing the Warriors I think can throw out there in the last. And I'm and I think they they probably know the same thing. There's no. It's probably why they're not going to get a buyout guy. They're probably sitting there like, dude, there's no magic thing that's going to solve what's been ailing us. It's it's that. Jordan Poole has to play better point of attack point of attack defense, right? It's that 
Guys have to have better shot selection. Clay Thompson, better shot selection. Andrew Wiggins, you got to be more aggressive or just get more healthy. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Steph Curry, I mean, just I mean, dude's been out half the season. So it's just like some of the stuff. We spent a long time talking about this on the last show. I thought it was a great show just talking about what went wrong this season. There's no magic bullet, man. There's no magic bullet. And Warriors are running out of time. So what what can these guys do to play? That's why I didn't even bother to put, you know, Poole playing better, Clay playing better. It's like those are just things that they're going to have to do. Because mm-hmm. let, let me tell you something. Like, no matter what the coaches do or what they can do with giving Kaminga minutes or Lamb playing better, that shit doesn't matter. Not until these guys play better. Um, one to seven, I guess. Like, the, who, who's the guy? He keeps saying somebody. I feel like every day somebody tweets on the timeline. The Warriors starting five has the best net rating in the NBA. Like some every day, somebody throws that out there, and I'm just like, well, those guys don't play together. They don't play because those guys are always hurt. So, and and it should make you like cautiously optimistic if they get sure. healthy. Sure, that they're more dangerous than their record. But at the same time, they're not going to get through the playoffs with those guys playing 48 minutes a game. So. They have to figure out how to get like a seven, eight, nine man rotation going and to get through the whole thing. And that's why, like, I mean, pool's also a fair call out, but like to me, Kuminga can really be the guy. Like, in some ways, I'm I'm hoping that they give Kuminga a little more space and he can be the guy who kind of rises to the occasion the way Poole did two years ago post All-Star break, where he started playing a little more. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, they they have something here. There might be, there might be a player here, you know. Um, and obviously, Kuminga's done more, but like it, it would help. It would help if they had better players around pool, like GP2 and, and those guys, the vets, right? That made life easier for pool. Hey, there's a question I want to ask before we get the goons mm-hmm. on because yeah. in the comments here from Loose Thoughts, you throw that up there. I like this one. So, how do you solve the last five minutes in games when they can't score and teams are not guarding Draymond and Looney? Um, because this is a question a lot of people are asking. That's not the question is wrong, is incorrect, in my opinion. Uh, the 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 thing that they've been doing wrong is not having Draymond and Looney on the floor at the same time. They haven't had them on the floor enough in crunch time is, in, is the problem. They've had three guard lineups with Steph, Clay, and Poole not playing any type of defense and taking horrible shots. That's the problem. They can't score because they take dumbass shots, and then they don't play any defense on the other side of the floor. Like Think about the Boston Celtics that they lost to. Jordan Poole, breakdown play, gives up a wide-open Jalen Brown three for no reason. Never should have been on the floor. Should have been Looney. And then you go into the Portland game, you know, same thing. Just guys chucking up terrible shots. Just get Looney in there. Get some rebounds. Get better defense. In my opinion, there's not enough Kevon Looney. That's how, that's how I answer that question, Sam. Right. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, also, like defense is their bigger issue than offense at this stage. So, 100%. I'd rather ride with their better defensive lineup and figure that figure that Steph and Clay will start hitting more shots than the other way around. So. Ultimately, that's that's where I'm at with it. I want to turn. We, we have our first goon in here. Let's just bring him up. Our guy, Luke. What's up, man? Go. What's going on, boys? I'm just at work. I'm fucking tired, eh? What's going on? <laughs> hey, that's how NBA players feel in the All-Star Weekend. Mate, I didn't even – I for, totally forgot the All-Star game was on until I saw Sammy, like, tweet something about it. I'm like, mate. The All-Star game was so shit. Like, the whole concept is just so worn out. Like, no one gives a fuck. Everyone just wants to, you know. I just feel like this the season narrative now is just tired. I'm just tired, you know. Like, feels like no one's really making a decision. Like, you know, I'm, back to what you said just before, Andy, about 
about no buyout, guys. I mean, really? Like, can we really not go with this roster now with Jermichael Green, like, having a wrist problem now? Now, now Giannis has got a wrist problem. Like, I don't even know if you can rely on Jermichael Green now. Like, fuck, like, we keep saying it every week. Mm-hmm. Like, what if, not, some, what if something happens to Looney? Like, not what if, if not every day to... everyone ties a wrist issue with Giannis to a wrist issue with yeah. Jermichael Green. But uh, okay, I appreciate that. Well, mate, he, <laughs> mate, he's pretty fucking important to us now, is he not, Sammy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's like, talk yeah. about let's talk about that actually. I think you bring up an interesting point. So the Warriors obviously did not get Kevin Love and we buried that. Mm-hmm. Um and the only thing we really know and I kind of alluded to this uh, a little bit but like he wanted a defined role. Miami sure. told him 20 minutes yours every game. You can go out there, not guard anyone, we're still going to play you, you know. Now we'll see if they yeah. actually do it cuz it's Miami. But they gave him the space to be that guy. Um Sounds like if you know anything about the Warriors, Steve Kerr is not the guy to go and tell people like, yeah, I'll give you whatever. He'll, he'll be like, I'll give you a shot, but maybe I'll play. Maybe I won't type of guy. Right. Yeah. Um, and so they didn't get him. And I think they probably feel like there's not a huge gap between him and what they're getting out of Jamichael right now. Um, and, you know, that's that's kind of like, I don't know, Andy, what, what are your thoughts on that one right now? I was look. I was all in on the Kevin Love move just just because to me, it's they need smarter basketball players, right? right. They have so yeah. many guys on the team That's that right. even though Kevin Love can't move, it's just at least he'll know where to be. It reminds me of Nemanja Bjelica, like the guy. The guy couldn't really move. Same with Otto Porter. He wasn't really a great lateral guy. But the dude's just been in the league for fifteen years, man, or whatever. And when you're in the lead that long. You're gonna fig- in the league that long. You're gonna figure out how to play defense, and I think like the same is gonna go for Kaminga. Same is gonna go for Moody. Same is gonna go for Wiseman. Like he's yeah. gonna figure out how to play defense five years from now. Yeah. But and you look at someone like Kevin Love, that's just gonna happen. Now I think sometimes you know Joe Michael Green hasn't really figured out how to play defense for some reason. I don't know why, but um, I'm with you though. It, it does feel like even if Kevin Love was on the team, I don't know if Steve Kerr would have played him 15, 20 minutes a game every game. Because it's not it's not last year's team. I don't know if he'd throw Bielita in there with this year's team. No. Where it's just like we we can't stop anyone at the point of attack. We're fouling nonstop. You want me to throw a guy out there who's a statue on defense? Like it's kind of I mean, like you said, it has to come from within more than it's gonna come from external at this stage. Um Luke, let me ask you this before we get out yep. of here. Hit me. We barely what is you? What is on your wish list? What is the one thing you want to see from the Warriors in the second half of the season? Okay, shall we take if I if I remove Steph's health? If I remove, sure. All right, yeah, that, that goes health, that goes without a given. That's a given. Yeah. Okay. I want Wiggins back to what he was. I just want okay. him basically after this break to whatever he has to do to come back and basically whatever he has to do in the Cayman Islands, wherever he's going, get it. Whatever he has to do, get a rub <laughs> down. I don't care. Come back, rebound the ball. The other thing I want to know is you guys talking about defined roles. I don't want to see Kaminga not play a second half. That's fucking over now. You've made your decision with him. He's got to be playing. So, because like you guys said just before, if he's not playing, then what are we doing? Like, he's he's too important now. Like, you've made him important, just like he made certain other people important that kind of backfired now. But I I I want a defined role for him. I want more than twenty. I want I want twenty five plus to be honest for him because I think he needs it. And obviously, 
No brainer. I want GP2 to at least play some games before the players. I think we're going to fucking need him. So let's be serious. Like, yeah. I just think that these he's games. He's a game changing player if he's healthy. He was yeah, last and they year. Made, and they made that trade. They made that trade to go, we need help right now. Because you can't just keep going to the well, like, like Andy said. Top five lineup. Yeah, that's great. But guess what? There's more than five players to a basketball team. Like, if it was more than mm-hmm. five players, if it was just five players, we'd win the fucking title. But there's more than to, to a team. You've got to have, you know, a couple of backups, a couple of guys. Like, let's just, you know, band together a bit and show a bit of fucking urgency and go, okay, this is what your role is. This is what your role is. You know what I mean? Like, just if this is the last dance and this is the last hurrah, which I don't think it is, treat it like it. Show me desperation. Show like, okay, cool. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like fucking mean it. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to throw it back on you guys though, but be completely completely honest. If I said to you right now, gun to your head, Joker style, dark night, you got two fucking cruises, (laughs) right? You got one bomb on either. Mm. Which cruise are you going to take? Warriors win the title or Warriors go out in the second round? Wow. There's no we can't pick and we still live. Right? No, you got to pick a cruise, mate. You got to blow up. You, you got to blow up. Second, second round's cruise. tricky because if you were going to say the play in, I think they're safely going to get out of the play in and yep. they will at least win their first round series. I, I agree. I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, too. That's what I'm saying. What are you going to pick right now? But, Mike, but you, you've you've hit on my concern. My concern is I don't know that I trust the roster to last yeah. for two months of playoff series, which is a different thing than I don't trust them to win a game. I trust them to beat anyone in a game seven, uh, yeah. in a hypothetical game sevens tomorrow. Uh, I don't trust them to win for two and a half months without like, you know, drink, someone getting hurt and like it's worn down and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, the give, me the cruise, come on. On. Give, give me the boat. Give me the boat boys. Come on, pick one. The playoffs start on Thursday, which is the problem um, for them. And, um, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm look, man. I'm gonna ride with the with the with the team to win the championship, right? I'm there always, gonna, I'm, always gonna, I'm always gonna go down that route, and and exactly. we've seen it too many times. And the craziest part is, we've never seen this team. My biggest fear is that they get to the playing game. I, I think even if they're the six seed, they're fine. They can yep. get through this uh, as many series as they could. They've just yep. never lost in the West. They've never lost. They have not legs, one man. time have ever lost than Western yeah. Conference. But if you're talking about no, they either, either breakdown before it happens or they exactly. go the whole way yeah, through that's it, right. right? Or let's say they end up a nine seed. Now they've got to play two back-to-back game sevens, and then they've got to go and travel to Denver or whatever. So and I think that's, you know. I think yeah. I think you hit it, Luke. I'm going to have to go with them to win the finals because if they're, right. the second, if they're getting the second round, they're winning it all. Yeah. A bit of positivity. That's just what I need here. It's dark and gloomy. <laughs> I'm pissed off. I'm fucking tired. That's what I want. So. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, Luke. Oh, that was that's what I needed there. Um, I like that question. It kind of puts us. He kind of makes us choose them to win the championship. It's, it's a I'm rough one. With that. I'm with that. By the way, if you want to call in, uh, links links in the chat and come through. Oh, there you go. Um, what is up? all right? We got Sim. Sim put a comment in the chat here. Wish list: Win Thursday. Play JK consistently. Get fully healthy as high as the five seed. I like that. Those are, those are three relatively attainable goals. Um, the, the third one is the key one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't thought about that at all. Um, five seed, six seed, doesn't matter. 
what the third one should be is get to the playing game, right? Like that's avoid the, get get out of the play. Yeah, sorry, Jesus, uh, get yeah. out of the playing game. Um, that's what that's what that's what the Warriors should be going all out to do. I I just because that's yeah, like I just said, man, you you play game sevens all day long, and and Thursday now feels like a must win, and every single game after feels like a must win. Um, that's what the Warriors are going to be playing, but they do get a nice boost when Steph comes back. Looks like you're saying hopefully and early March. So that'll be a nice boost um, for this team. They got to survive to that. How many times this season have we said, mm-hmm. you know, they got to survive five more games without Steph. They got to survive five more games without Steph. It's a, it's a rough, the all-star game needed Steph Curry tonight. I'm going to say that. It did. That's, it did. It was just the energy. Raphael, Raphael the, the worst yeah. case scenario to be go against Memphis in the first round after get out of the plan. I don't think Memphis is a worst case. I, I just, the only, Put me on record. The only way they lose to Memphis in a seven-game series is if an injury happens. Um, I just that team doesn't scare me. The longer a series goes on, the more IQ matters. You don't want you don't want game five Looney. You do not want game five Looney. You don't want game five Draymond. You, you know what I'm saying? Like we'll keep it going like that. So I think the longer a series goes on, the more it benefits the Warriors. All right, we got got Tashion coming through. What's up, my man? Sir, can you hear us? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Uh, so I am not going to talk about whatever Adam Silver thought was a good product. <laughs> he honestly, I <laughs> that's my first question is what has Adam Silver done in a positive stance outside of I am banning quote unquote disposal for life? Like that that's my first question. But uh but my second question is probably all on the more positive side is like what has been your favorite all-star memory? Like I see like a I see like the 93 all-star game being popped around the timeline because a bunch of people are seeing like a bunch of all-stars just don't care right anymore. It's probably due to like some of these people what whether it's Jokic, Embiid, uh, Luka, to a certain extent, they don't have that kind of showmanship because the games don't have stakes. And that's kind of the situation that Adam Silver is in right now because the game doesn't have stakes. And so we got even sometimes LeBron who just throws like shots at the side of the backboard like he's PG, like what the hell. Um, But I kind of want to like seeing like the 93 All-Star game, seeing like some of the all-star games in my childhood where it was like AI going at it against Kobe Bryant in the all-star games. It's like, like what have been the best memories from the all-star weekend as you guys remember? Or then like, you know, the other like Vince Carter going like it's over like the first dunk, <laughs> but first you know, off, that was, this is a great call. I appreciate it. So like, all right. Vince Take it Carter, easy. Appreciate you, bro. Vince Carter's dunk contest at Oracle, and I think it was still Oakland Arena at that point, was literally the only cool thing that happened there for like 15 years. It was like, um, you know, they made the playoffs in like 94. They suck. Vince Carter has the coolest dunk contest ever. They suck. And then We Believe happens. Like it, yep. literally for about 15 years, yep. there, that's about all you had, you know? Nope. Um, in my mind, coolest all-star moments, like, okay, so the first time they did the Elon, the Elon ending a couple of years ago, that was yeah. legitimately cool, right? Good. 
Good. That was it, just because like they needed something to shake it up yep. a little bit. And yep. then um, I want to say it was was it 2012? Was that the the last time it felt like they played a really competitive game? The one with um, I'm trying to run through it. It was just a, where the West came from behind with Kobe, Chris Paul, and Kate and a young KD and those guys mm-hmm. to pull out the win. Um, I, I want to say that's the last time I remember um, it being like kind of like, oh, what's going on here? Like, yeah. oh, this is a competitive game. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm expanding it to All-Star Weekend. I don't, by the way, I don't remember that 2012 one because I just, I feel like All-Star games are just hard to remember. So I'm going moments um, <laughs> I, off the top of my head. Uh, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, easy. Uh, one of the greatest dunk contests I've ever seen. Um, Jason Richardson dunk contest as a Warriors fan growing up, amazing because you're like, holy shit, it's a Warrior. Warriors suck. How did this guy get up there? We have we have a cool player, <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Like, well, holy, and and it was he was one of the best man. And yes, got traded for Brandon Wright, which is classic Warriors. Uh, ended up being nothing. As, as, in the words of in the words of Joe Laco, as you know, we love wingspan. Um, writer james wiseman who's better uh uh i like the (laughs) oh dude i couldn't help it lefties lefties with length um Um, kobe and lebron do you remember the kobe and lebron kind of just the uh, image of them i know drake was in the image but like that was one of the coolest moments just like it never felt like kobe and lebron yeah it was 60 2016 yeah because it was his last year yeah and then the last one I shout got out, for you. Shout out Drake for photobombing. I know. I know, <laughs> but it was a sick jacket that he had. Uh, there are some old ones that I, I'm going to have to like really, really think about. But just off the top, the last one for me is Steph getting double teamed by uh, by KD and LeBron at the end of the game. So remember Team Steph in? Oh, the, the, the celebration after yeah. they shut down Steph. Like it was it, – LeBron was ready to fucking thank Cleveland a second time. Tears in his eyes. We did it. We stopped him. Oh, that, that, was, that was exactly what it felt. I was like, damn, dude. Like, why are you guys celebrating? And But you know what? You know what? To tie it all back to what we saw tonight, I wish we had that tonight. I wish we had that. I mm-hmm. wish somebody was going out there to try to kill it. And I know that that game wasn't great. Like, the three quarters of that game was trash. But those last eight minutes of that game were great. And Steph ended up losing. But you saw LeBron and KD team up. And, by the way, that's what it takes to beat Steph. Uh, to try to take down Steph, and the, and the, that's what it took. And I, I, you know, that's what basketball is about. That's what sports was about. That was cool. That was cool. That was good. We don't get enough of that. I wish we did. That's true. Um, I I've noticed no one in the chat has mentioned All Star Weekend needs Anthony Lamb. <laughs> um, so, but I'm just throwing it out in the universe. Anyway, uh, we got we get comment from uh, three point shooting contest. Anthony Lamb. Yeah. Uh, A E N E S going. All right. Things he hopes for for the Warriors in the second half: better coaching, sure. better defense. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. JK playing twenty five minutes every game. Wave Lamb and Ty Jerome. Hmm. Well, I'm not gonna go there. Honestly, I think Ty's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, but, um, next season, Ty Jerome. Let's talk Kuminga for a second, and we got another caller to get up here. All right. Um, All right. I do feel like. Uh, the more I think about this, the more I'm like, Kuminga is going to be such a swing player for this team the rest of the way. And it, it, he really does need to be given the space to establish himself as like, look, he can't shoot it like Wiggins, but he can be kind of a two-way player and affect the game in two, in 
uh, affect the game with his defense, affect the game with his slashing, uh, and just provide a much-needed athletic punch to this team. And we know he can play in the Warriors' system, and he's, he's got enough IQ to figure it out. Like he's still, So I, I do think a lot of the second half, like I'm waiting for what we need is Fitz to be like, Oh God. He's we he's like a, a deadline acquisition, you know, like that sort of like corny joke. I need him to play at that level. <laughs> uh on a broader picture, on a broader mm-hmm. scale, he's the swing piece for this team for the next five seasons. Uh, he is, yeah, yeah. You know, after the season. I mean, the the, the Wiseman thing, they they pulled the plug. It uh-huh. obviously didn't work. Um, yeah, that that's their guy, where it's like he's either gonna be the next guy or Hope or he's the guy who helps you get the next guy, right? Because right, he's he's going to be on the team. He's not going anywhere. He's untradeable. They're not moving him. He's not going for OJ and Obi even in the offseason. But the the thing is, it's how good can he get though? Can yeah. is he just going to be a guy that can really ball handle and like shots on and off and like he just plays on ball defense and it's not really smart off ball, which is kind of just who he is right now. Is he just going to be that guy stuck at that level for the next five years? I don't think so. But how good is he going? How, how much better is it going to be though? Because what if he just ends up as OG Ananobi and then three, four seasons? That's not that great. Like, that's cool. It's a cool player, but it's not. Well, in a dream world, you'd want him to get to OG level now because that's like literally the piece you need. But I I hear what you're saying. Because three years from now, Steph doesn't need an OG. Steph needs a (laughs) right? Like, Steph will need a better player. And you would hope that, like, maybe he's Jalen Brown. Yeah, you know, that's the level he you're not you're not looking for a poor man's Wiggins. You're looking for a guy who can give you 25. Um, So, but yeah, no, no, it's it's a fair point. All right. We got another call here. John, come up, man. Hey, uh, thank you for putting me up on stream. Um, I'm actually a bit new to this whole sports thing. Cool. What you got? Got Got any takes? Yeah. Um, not, not, not really. I'm still like too new to this whole thing. Um, where, where, where you, where you, uh, what's, yeah, what's your that, first sport that you, did you, did you watch soccer or football or, or just, uh, just uh basically, uh, just to, oh, 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 now I see what you're asking. All right. So basically what happened is like, I recently got back from like a uh, trip. Um, basically I was like on like a trip for like four months. Mm-hmm. I was out with my mom. I went to like places like Nashville. I went to Louisville, Washington, mm-hmm. DC, my mom also got on a plane to like uh, London, yeah, London, and maybe even a couple of countries as well. Basically, we're both like uh, tourists in a way. Okay. And basically, like recently, I came back. However, I couldn't get my uh, my mom with me, so I'm just sitting here with my dad. Basically, my dad he's a lot into sports. Like he just like watches sports, like like more specifically like American football. Mm. And and I actually watched the Super Bowl with him. Mm. And, and and he actually encouraged me to like get like a bit interested into sports and whatnot. <laughs> how did you get how did you find light years then? Let me let me ask you that. How did you end up watching the Warriors and, and, and watching Sam and I? How did this happen? Uh basically, um um outside of sports, um I basically like do like this thing where I go and like uh, utilize uh, search terms and like keywords. Oh. So I would just go on YouTube and do like stream hopping. So I would like put in in quotes in quote streamyard, so I can just find everything that says streamyard. So I'm just able to find like uh, stuff that I'm able to do and basically do a bunch of stream hopping and join a bunch of streams. And I thought, well, since I have a bit of interest in sports and, and I just managed to just find this uh, stream on purpose. I just decided oh why God. not join in. 
My guy, my Appreciate guy, it, Mr. Mr. John. Mr. John, my guy. Hey, what? Hey, real quick, real quick. I know we're nearing the end here. Um, make sure if you like the show or if you don't like the show, don't care. Subscribe, rate five stars, drop a review, right? Get a comment in there, get a question in there, like Mr. John here. What a legend. What a legend. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. It, do we have Mr. Hey. Neil? What's up, Neil? It's happening. It's That's happening. Awesome. What's up, man? Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, oh, this is this is like a uh, it's like an anchorman background here. Ron Burgundy with some <laughs> yeah, rich mahogany some, behind you, right, books right, yeah, and right. stuff. Are you reading? No way, no way. <laughs> yeah, I've opened a book. I've opened a book now. Now, now yeah. I get. Yeah, yeah. Textbooks, <laughs> textbooks, <laughs> textbooks. No, I mean, I have to just distract myself from the atrocity that I just watched for two and a half. Hours. <laughs> you, uh, had a, you had a, you had a four leg parlay. Let's start yeah, with that. Yeah, I mean, I have to. I have to. I mean, you had to make it. In, I had to make it interesting somehow. Like yesterday, I won some money on the three point contest. So, uh, put some, put down some money. Like Luca over twenty and a half points or something, and he was he just didn't do anything. So, and then Jokic <laughs> had like six assists, and it was like seven and a half was the over. So, just not not the best, not the best yeah, uh, yeah. performance. Yeah. But yeah, Neil, before we get out of here, give us your take. What what is on your wish list for the Warriors? These final 24 games plus all-star break. All right. So uh, it's probably, it's been mentioned a few times, but I think getting Kaminga more minutes um, thing is important. I mean, um, just providing athleticism, youthful energy is big. Um, I think like a more broad thing is like, uh, I think you guys mentioned this too, just like, let's get the six seed. I mean, I was, I'm looking at the standings right now. They're, I mean, they're, they're a nine right now. I know Steph isn't back yet, probably not till March, but like, like you're, you're like, you're going to go to the plane while like the, the Timberwolves, like, like make the playoffs like really like the pelicans without zion like the like okay i think the kings will slide a little bit i think there's like a easy i think they can easily get the six seed even without Steph. and their strength of schedule is like middle of the pack um so i have been like they've been super inconsistent their road record sucks their defense is subpar but um i think that can all be corrected in these last 24 games and like if we're the six seed we got a chance as draymond said is the warriors invitational when they make the playoffs you know I like it when they're all healthy, like there's, it's not been proven yet that they they can be beaten. So, let's go. It's 24 game, six seed. They're only what two games out of the six seed, something like that. Um, they're only like three and a half games out of the the three seed where the Kings are, I think. But, yeah, they are. Um, and then they're three games out of the just yeah. being out of the playoffs yeah. entirely. Yeah, we're gonna mention that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Thanks, <laughs> Neil. Appreciate yeah, you. That's that's all. Neil, appreciate you as always. Thank you, sir. All right. We're going to call it a night. We appreciate everyone who subscribes. We'll be back. we got special guests midweek. Cannot disclose right now. See you on Wednesday. All right, guys.